Welcome to the Business Renegades podcast, where we're dedicated to challenging the status quo. I'm your co-host, Maria Kreider, a course creator. And I'm Tara Leeson, business mentor. We provide practical advice and actionable tips to help you break free from the same old strategies and create something new and innovative. Each episode, we'll explore different aspects of business, such as leadership, marketing, operations, and more, and discuss how to approach them differently. We'll also interview guests who have found success in their own unique approaches to business and learn from their experiences. Join us each week to gain new insights and ideas that will help you be a business renegade and think outside the box. Hi, Jess. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Why don't you introduce yourself? So I am Jess. I am a women's hormone health coach. So I have an online um, coaching program, or sorry, coaching business called Courageous Woman Wellness. And I help women um, who are menstruating years. So really women like 20 to 45 years old, um, learn how to use their daily habits to support and balance their hormones. Um, So it's a lot of the stuff that I wish I had been taught when I was in my teens, in my 20s, Um, because once I hit my 30s, you know, hormones start changing as you get older, which is fine. It's natural. Nothing we should fear. But my body was changing. My hormones were changing. My habits that were just fine when I was in my 20s, like staying up late and surviving off of caffeine and sugar and all that stuff was now causing like hormone havoc. And I was having like anxiety mood swings. I was irritable. I was gaining weight, even though I was like strength training. I'm like, come on, this is the most and heaviest I've ever strength trained. Why am I gaining? I, um, I was just really bloated. I had joint aches and pains and, um, my sleep was disrupted. And so I was like, what the heck, what gives? So I did go and get some tests done. Um, and I did get some help from a provider, but I didn't find a lot of the help was, um, practical, like applicable to my everyday life, right? Like, okay, well, you say not to exercise too intense, but what is, what does that mean? What does that mean for me? You know, um, or, you know, you say to watch your blood sugar, but what, what does that mean? How do I do that? How do I do that in my daily life? So, um, a lot of it was me going on a quest to find information to help myself. And then I got really pissed that nobody had taught me this. And I'm like, well, what the heck? So many women I talk to have these same issues as I do. I need to get the word out. And I was telling everybody I knew about hormones and blood sugar and blah, 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 blah. And um, I was working at a hospital at that time. And that was um, in 2021 when some hospitals were enacting certain policies um, for their workers that I did not want to go along with. Um, so I'm like, all right, I think this is the sign that I need to step out. What am I going to do? And I um, had listened to a podcast recently from an online business coach. And I was like, oh, people do businesses all online. That's crazy. I didn't know that. And so I started thinking about that, um, you know, and I just um, I prayed and I talked to my family and friends and I knew that this was the right direction for me. And it's been such a blessing. Um, It's been really hard some days too, which I know we're going to get into also. Um, I'm married. I have 
when I started my business, I had two kids. Um, a few months after I started my business, got pregnant with our third. So now we have a, a four month old. So building my business while parenting young kids and now also a newborn is just really difficult. And that's the topic that I really want to dive into today because so many people aren't talking about that. Um, you know, like the business coaches who don't have kids who are making big money, they can offer great advice, but they just can't totally get that part of your life because they don't have that part of their life. Um, yeah. And then the business coaches who are moms make it sound so easy, like, well, why can't you make it work? And it's like, well, I, your life is different than mine. Your kids are different. Your husband's work situation, different. everything is different. Your finances are different. So like, I just want to talk real talk today about the shit that nobody's talking about, about me a, I don't like the phrase, but a mompreneur, right? Um, I hate that phrase. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I know. Yeah. I'm a mom and I'm an entrepreneur, entrepreneur exactly. but I'm not a mompreneur. <laughs> right. That was my babble. Sorry about that. No, no. I, and I completely agree. Like, we don't call dads dad bosses, like boy boss dadpreneur like shut up we should make it a thing see how they like it I, i've had actually i've had coaches like send me dms be like hi mompreneur and like greet me that way and i'm like excuse me oh, bye. like no. immediately block i don't even want to have a conversation no. with you and i know some some women find it very empowering and if they want to call themselves that Good for you totally fine right um just i don't i i don't want to be referred to as that but i also don't call my audience girlfriend, hey, babe, like, and that's fine, because I know there's so many people that do that. And that's their personality. But like, that's not me. Either. Like, I'm a mom, and I'm an entrepreneur, and they totally affect each other. But I don't want to be a mompreneur. Right. <laughs> no, and I think, yeah, it's really like, especially addressing your audience in that way too. Like you have to find what actually feels comfortable for you. And I know it, some people it comes very natural to, because you can tell that's just how they talk in everyday life, but you can see some people are trying to like push that and make it their thing when like, it's not their thing. That's not how you talk to people. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not like a boss babe or like, I don't, no. these terms just don't resonate with me. And so I don't use it. I know coaches who use it and it like, that's how they identify. And so that's how they speak. And that's perfect because that's what your audience that resonates with that is attracted to it. But if I were to start calling people babes, I'd be repelling a lot of people. Yeah, I just don't think I could. That's not my style either. That's not no. my style of talking. And, you know, <laughs> that's where if your audience follows you and gets to know you, they can tell if you're being fake like that or they can tell if you just really are, you know, you naturally do talk like that. Yeah, there's no way. Like, I could never come out and say that. I think everyone would be like, what? <laughs> They'd probably listen to the story twice because <laughs> they would not know why I said it. It's like Maybe those hey girl be. messages, right? Like those cold yeah. DMs that God. hopefully are going away more. But the hey girl messages, like, don't call me girl. You don't know me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just going back to like juggling everything. I think that that's so 
<laughs> like it needs to be talked about because there's so many people in this space that make it seem like this should just be the easiest thing in the world. And like, you should just be able to decide that you're going to have a business and then money's flying at you and everything's working perfectly. And like, you have no problems in life. Like it's just ideal. That's not real for anybody. Mm -mm. Yeah. And the, the coaches and the business owners who make that seem real, like I really question them. You know what I get? Everybody has their own busy, right? It's not like you have to be a mom or a parent to be busy. Like you're busy yeah. in other ways. That's fine. You're tired because of other reasons, even though you're not a parent. I get that. It's not like being a parent is the only reason for being busy or tired, but it sure makes scheduling things a hell of a lot harder. Yeah, no. And I, I appreciate the coaches who are like, you can't crank out content like I do because I have nothing else going on. Yes. I am a content making machine. Like, okay, cool. I Thanks. I appreciate that transparency and that validation because I cannot crank out content like that. And then I feel bad that I'm not consistently yeah. posting three times a day. Mm -hmm. I'm not even posting once a day. Like right now, I literally, I am now posting once every other day. And that is as consistent as I'm going to get yep, until my kids exactly. are 18 or 16 and no longer dependent on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how do you know, like, I don't have six hour chunks of time to sit down and, and work. That's not where I'm at in this chapter of life. When I was pregnant, so like our oldest is in second grade. So she's at school all day. Our middle is in preschool. So she goes to school half days, but she didn't start that till like right before this baby was born. So when I was pregnant, I was trying to get it in here and there. And now, now that the baby's here and she's four months old, I'm trying to, man, like I don't, I work in bits and pieces, 10 or 15 minutes here and there. And like, if she's napping, great. I'll get on social media and I'll start engaging. But then I'm like, was well, this the best use of this? half an hour or whatever that I have I'm trying to fit everything you can possibly think of to do for your business in that nap or you know in between you know like I'm a breastfeeding mom too so if I have calls like this I need to try to schedule them like okay I need to try to feed her right before so that she'll nap okay so that I'm on this call and because I don't want to have to go get a crying baby during the middle of a call with a client or on a podcast and you know what, maybe I should just be like, F it, you know, that's me. And if people have to deal with it, they do. But then I also, part of me feels unprofessional doing that too. So that's kind of the battle too. Like, how do you embody that motherhood, but then still come across as, mm -hmm. as I don't want my kids running around in the background when I'm trying to have a conversation with a, a potential client or anything. So my kids run around in my background all the damn time. Um, actually a lot of my clients, actually, mm, all of my clients know my kids. My kids know most of my clients. Um, they'll come in and they'll like, they'll put their head on my shoulder and just look at the camera or look at the screen and look at them and be like, hi, <laughs> super, like real quiet, super cute. And then they're like, okay, part of the conversation, if you just greet them, they'll go away. Sure. <laughs> so acknowledge the part, the, acknowledge the, ton the tiny human. They'll say their piece, like, literally two seconds, and then leave. Mm -hmm. So it took me a while. It didn't happen overnight. It took a while for me to get comfortable to have my kids around. Like, the other day, 
Tara and I were recording, we we're recording a podcast and my kid is in the back because he was homesick last week. He's at the door and he's asking me about the switch or something. And I had to mute my mic, let the conversation happen and then be like, okay, cool. Handle that situation and then come back. Sure. And you know, maybe I need but, that messiness too. Like, And I don't think that makes me unprofessional. I mean, the podcast was none the wiser. The listeners are none the wiser because my mic was muted. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can see it both ways. Like I, I totally get that. And my kids do come in. Um, but at the same time, I, I get from Jess's perspective, like I totally get that not wanting to seem, you know, cause no, you are a business it. owner and I also find that I get, I get distracted if my kids come in and then I'm like distracted by that. And then I feel like I'm not focusing on what I should be. So I totally, yeah, I get that part of it. And I think it's hard to like, it can be hard to balance. If I get it, the kids are distracting. Totally. I I, I get it. I feel you. I know. I got three, <laughs> five, seven, and ten. And the distractions don't end. Mm-hmm. But like, this is life. And if you think mm-hmm. any less of me, knowing that it doesn't affect the quality of my work, then that's on you. That's not on me. And I don't want to work with you anyway. And yeah. I, I mean, I hate to say it so bluntly like that, but like, if you don't think that I can do my job and I, I don't do a kick-ass job at it, which I do because I have kids. Screw mm-hmm. you, bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe that's like a, a mindset block that I have too, right? You know, and because I, my clients know, like if they message me, I they know that I'm not necessarily going to get back to them within five minutes. Like if I'm busy doing something, like they know I get to them, get back to them in a very timely manner, but it's not within five minutes it's fine because they also do you know they going into our coaching relationship I make it clear like you know I'll get to you, back to you within 24 hours most of the time it's well before then but you know because yes I have a life too and I have other obligations and um yeah you know I don't want to sound bitter or like I'm just complaining about like oh, I'm a mom and this is so hard. Like, that's not how I want to come off. But it definitely, I just want, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I want to talk about it because mm-hmm. I talked about, like, it It really, it's amazing. It has brought so many blessings to our family, right? Like, I, I am home with my kids now more than I've ever been. And I never saw myself staying home with my kids full time. So this is totally crazy to me. But I also never saw myself as a an online entrepreneur, like solo business owner. So this whole, the last two years has been like a whirlwind of yes, blessings, but also just like struggles, right? You know, like, like you said, trying to balance all of that, trying to come off as this is how I am as a business owner, mom, but not have it leak over so that you aren't, you know, you aren't doing your best. You aren't delivering what you, you promise your clients. And like, I can't hit multiple six figures right now. Like there's so many business coaches who market to those who want to hit multiple six figures. And that's great. Like I have nothing against people who want to go for it. Business coaches Mm -hmm. like that, but there's no way in hell I could do that right now. Because if I tried to push it like that, my mental health and or family life would suffer and Mm -hmm. I am not willing to put 
my business before either of those. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of this too is like the pressure from the industry right now and what we see as like the perfect or ideal picture of an entrepreneur and like trying to, you know, fit in that and sort of seeing the people that are making it and like what, how they're doing it and knowing that like our life is not like that. Like I have two kids. I also, I work two jobs outside of my two businesses. Like it's crazy. And yeah, it, it's a lot to juggle and there's a lot like I, same with you. I can't sit down for huge chunks of time and, you know, get a bunch of things done. And I also am not at the place where I can work two hours in a day. And like my business is making millions if that's even happening. So I, I will tell you, there is hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel. I have, I have three kids. I'm busy as hell. Super crazy. But my kids are now, the youngest one just started kindergarten. So that means he's there full day. So from 8.45 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the afternoon, my kids are at school. That's a big ass chunk of my day <laughs> that I now, this school year, like literally just started in June, is the first time ever that I've ever had this much time on my hands. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like this. It, ha- it wasn't always like this. How last school year was miserable. My kid went to school at 7.45. The other ones went to school at 8.45 and got out at 11.45. I literally had no time to myself. I had two hours and I was drinking and, you know, bringing th- things out in that in that two or three hour increments that I had. That's right. My life is right now too, right? Because school drop off and then preschool pickup and then regular school pickup. I have that technically three hour chunk in the morning, but then I also baby change the baby I have to get her to nap I have to hope that she naps okay so I can get all this stuff done once I do my daily stuff like client check-ins you know the stuff that I need to do most days to keep my business running it's hard to fit anything else in like client engagement or blah blah you know creating content because once like I'll have so many great ideas I have a list of so many great ideas because it'll strike me but then for me to actually, yeah, sit down and have time to like write that content is hard. Or when I do have time is after they go to bed, which I've all I've always said I don't work after my kids go to bed. But I think this chapter of life I'm realizing I'm going to have to let that go a little bit. It's not ideal. It's not like I'm up at midnight burning the midnight oil. But, you know, like sometimes... You have to do that. And sometimes it's going to suck. Am I sacrificing my sleep for it? No, I still make sure I get to sleep at a very good time. Cause like I've got a four month old who's sleeping like shit right now. Right. Like I'm I'm not going to stay up late so that I'm not getting any sleep, but yeah, you know, it's sometimes it's just not going to be ideal. You just got to get your stuff done and it's going to suck. But yeah, you know, I know it gets better because I've been on the other side of newborn. I know, I know that once your kids are older, they don't need you all the time. But like when you're in the thick of it, it's hard to be like, ugh, that's still years away. Especially when there is 
not anyone who talks about it. Like there's very few people who talk about it and who talk about like, you know, trying to run a business and have multiple kids and have multiple things going on because so many of the big entrepreneurs that we see all the time don't have kids. They don't like the, the only thing that they have is their business. Like that's what they need to focus on and that's what they can put all their energy to. It's not spread between like 5,000 different Mm -hmm. things. So it's just, it's, I think a lot of people are maybe going through similar things, but they just don't talk about it because there's more than us that have kids for sure. Yeah. But it's just, it's never, it's never a thing that is openly talked about. Because if you do, then you're labeled as a mompreneur. <laughs> so, it, right? It, I mean, but it's true. And it sucks. Yeah. Like, I am not a freaking mompreneur. Like, I am a mom when I'm, when my kids are here and they're around. And when they're not, I am working. Like, yeah. And just yeah, to your, to your thing about working at night. For the longest time, hell, the last three years or so, I was working when my kids went to bed because that was the only time that I got two and three hour stretches of alone time where I could work uninterrupted. Yeah. My first ever podcast that I, I was a guest on, the youngest was a like infant and I was breastfeeding him. And so my camera was angled up a little higher. So my face was in the frame and I had a baby on the boob. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Such is life. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Like, I think that makes us so much so resilient, right? Because we, we are going after it, you know, we are going after it, even though it's difficult, even though we have a bazillion balls that we're juggling, we are going after it. And I think in the end, it's going to benefit us so, so much because, you know, a lot of, coaches or business coaches share those overnight successes, how I went from zero to whatever in two months. And I'm so happy. I'm so proud of them that they did that. That's great. But again, another thing not many people talk about, most of us aren't overnight successes, right? Like it's that long, slow build and burn that really gets us to a point where we can be financially supported by our business. Like, Mm -hmm. My husband, he works full time and he's working so hard. And here I am building my business, trying to take care of our kids. And I feel kind of like, sorry, I'm not contributing more to our finances. But again, like that's just the chapter of life that we're in. And not many people talk about that part either. Like you're not going to be bringing in tons of money right away. And if you are, great. But that's not the majority of us. Yeah, I think that that's, it's huge. And it's something that I talk about a lot. I, I make posts about this a lot because it's no secret that I still work as a nurse and am building both of my businesses. Um, And there's no way that I could do that without still working outside of the house. Like it's just not feasible. And something that I said today too, on my stories, like you have to think about yourself first and like your personal expenses and paying those have to come first before, you know, 
you're investing in a coach or you're doing these other things like you have to actually think logically about this and be able to actually sustain your life like as in pay your mortgage pay your bills past all of the things that are so normally talked about like let's just invest 20k in a coach like no like let's just let's pay for life I bought my <laughs> sorry what? I bought my minivan for way less than that I know <laughs> Well, this is the thing. And people are paying coaches what they could pay for a down payment on a house or an entire house. That to me is insanity. I'm sorry, but it is. It's it's way too much. And you have to think logically about these things and not always be in that like dream realm where it's, well, if I if I pay this money, though, then the money is just going to roll back into me. That's not how it works. Just because you pay someone or just because you decide to start an online business, it doesn't mean that the next day you're going to have hundreds of thousands coming in. Yeah. Like that is not how it works. Yeah. And, you know, like, because I, uh, last year, especially I invested a lot in my business, which is, I'm very happy that I did because I feel like I'd probably still be floundering and probably would have given up if I hadn't invested some right away. But like you said, you can't just keep investing, keep investing, because at the end of the day, you still need to pay your bills. And, you know, last year was a big investment, big build year for me. And so now my big goal for my business this year is let's actually help contribute to our family finances through this business. Let's make this business an actual profitable business. So, Mm You know, it's, yeah, you can't just keep investing because you do need to put the work in and hey, it's on me. I know I haven't always put the work in 100% either, but you know what? I was birthing a baby and taking care of a newborn in that time too. So I think I'm just being really hard on myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's balance of like realizing, yep, you know, I probably could have put more work in. I could have been more diligent with this stuff, but also realizing you had a bunch of stuff going on it's okay that you stepped back from your business for a couple months because again, like we said, my business isn't number one in my life. You know, like I will never let it come be- before my family. So what is yeah. a day? Can you, can you tell us what your day-to-day looks like now or what like your typical work day looks like now? <laughs> um, I don't have a typical work day. That's also the hard thing because it totally varies from day to day. My husband doesn't have like a consistent Monday through Friday job. Um, he works, I, he has a consistent schedule, but I don't know what it is because it's a weird, right? And then he'll pick up overtime sometimes. So between my husband's work schedule um, and our kids and all like doctor's appointments and all that I don't typically no week no day is the same but here's kind of what it looks like in the morning wake up um help my kids eat you know get breakfast I eat breakfast pack their lunches get them on their way to school um I know some people might say wake up before your kids and get stuff done with the newborn sleep, I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to get up before my kids because you know what? One of my kids gets up at like 5.30 anyways. So why would, why, I'm not going to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, wake up be between 6 and 7 and help my kids get ready, get them off to school. They start school at 8.30. Get home, either feed, get the baby for a nap. I don't know, you know, make some coffee. 
get started on client check-ins, making sure my clients are good, um, doing any weekly client feedback, um, you know, um, checking my my email, my messages, um, maybe getting on my Instagram stories a little bit. So I have maybe a good two-hour chunk of work there. Preschool pickup, get some lunch for her, try to spend some quality time with her because I'm not, yes, there's been days I've done it, but I don't want to do it every day or I plop her in front of the TV for the afternoon and try to get work done, right? Like that's not quality time. It happens sometimes, but I don't want that to happen every day. So half the time it's just me trying to work on my phone while simultaneously taking care of the baby and spending time with my five-year-old, but I don't just want to be on my phone the whole time either. Like it's hard to do it in chunks because when you're present with your kids, you want to be fully present, but you're also trying to work in chunks and bits and pieces. And so they see you on your phone and yes, they know I work from my phone, but how is that going to affect them still too? You know, it's just, and then at three 30, we have school pickup and homework and um, maybe there's something going on in the evening, then we have supper, then our baby goes to bed a bit earlier, and then we do bedtime with the other two. And by that time, it's 7.30 or 8 o'clock, and I'm like, shit, I am tired. Am I going to stay up and work for an hour or two, or should I just go to bed? So that's kind of my day, you know, or like this morning I had a haircut. Um, or, you know, maybe we have a doctor's appointment, whether it's my chiropractor appointment or a kid's um, doctor appointment. And I, so I try to schedule those in the morning. So I only have like one kid to worry about at that time. So like today I have a bunch of stuff to get done. I honestly don't know what I'm going to get it done. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I want to share with you because it was introduced to me when I had littles at home. This was before, this was mm, not last year, but maybe the half, the back half of the year before. Um, it's called the define my day. It's a planner and you list your like top priorities, just pick three. And then the task to accomplish that one thing. I don't number my days anymore. I used to put the dates. I don't, it doesn't matter anymore, but like, this is my priority. I need to do these three things. This is my priority. I need to do. So if I don't get it done on the same day, screw it. I'll come back to it the next day. So I'm not having to rewrite my to-do list over and over again with a new date where it just, just makes me feel guilty that like I didn't accomplish the thing. Sure. So that's what I do. Um, but yeah, I wanted to know what your day-to-day is because you're right. It, I don't feel like any two days were ever the same. And I know a lot of our listeners are moms at different stages. Like, I'm super hella lucky now that my kids are in school full time. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, somebody might say, Jess, why don't you get childcare? And like, because it's we, expensive. We paid for childcare. Like, before I had this, when I was working a job outside the home, we had childcare. My mom helped watch our kids like one day a week, you know, and we do a family close by, but I don't want to always be asking them or relying on them, especially with like a baby. Like, Watching a four-month-old is way different than watching mm-hmm. a five or a seven-year-old, you know? And yeah, childcare is expensive. Like, why we're, why are we trying to spend more money? You know, and they might say, well, if you spend, it, again, if you invest, then you'll have, then you'll be yeah. able to bring more money in. But like, that's not how it works because it's not like automatic. There's definitely yeah. a in between that happening. So, 
you know, it's, that's the other thing. Could we get childcare? Yeah, but it's hella expensive. And I'm now that I have been able to stay home with my kids, like, like I want to continue staying home with it. Cause again, like it's been, it wasn't something I ever saw myself doing um, because I always needed that something else outside motherhood. I always needed that other, you know, thing for me to feel like myself. That's what my business is. So I still have that. It's just, I'm trying to do the same thing at the same, you know, them both at the same time. And um, yeah, I, it just sounds like I'm complaining, but maybe I just needed to like vent about it to people. That's okay. I, I want you to give, I give yourself some grace. Your plate is full. Like you're doing a fuck ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give you're not, some grace. it's definitely not just complaining. I think it feels like that because again, nobody says these things. Like who, who on the internet is talking about this? I know one other person and Jess, you follow her too. Her name is Keely. Yeah. She's, she's a new mom. She has a little baby. Um, but she quit her like nursing therapist job to be a stay-at-home mom. And now she's a VA, VA, OBM, works from home. Mm-hmm. And she only works like an hour, two hours a day. Like that's the time she has in between mm-hmm. taking care of her kid. Your priorities yeah. are different. You're you're trying to balance, find a balance. And we talk about like this work-life balance. People in corporate talk about work-life balance. There's no balance when you work from home. There's no balance when you're a mom. You just kind of have to figure it the fuck out as you go. My theme of this week is take it one day at a time. Okay. It's literally fair. It's written at the top of my planner for this week is one day at a time. Fair. Just so because... This week, I have two shifts at the hospital. I have one shift at the ketamine clinic. I have booked calls on both days, like Tuesday and Thursday, between client calls, podcasting, all of the things. Thursday, we don't have daycare, so Alexandra will be here. Um, Yeah, and it's... You know what? Like, our kids are seeing us push. Our kids are seeing us like build these amazing businesses, doing what we love, not just mm-hmm. from work every day, cranky. Like, I hope my kids don't remember me like I was two years ago, because that's how it was when I was still in my previous job, you know, but they're, yeah, they're still young enough. They won't remember that. So like, look at, look at us showing them such a great example, like do what you want to do, follow your passion. It's not just work, work, work. And then mm-hmm. in life and retirement, it's like, Let's also enjoy our work and have that, like we said, quote unquote, balance as much as we can. And like, just, I keep on thinking of the amazing examples that I'm setting for, you know, like I've got three daughters, like look at what I'm teaching them. And especially the content that I teach for my coaching, you know, just like health and confidence and about menstrual cycles. And again, the shit nobody told us when we were younger, talking so openly and matter-of-factly about those things with them too like they see us they're they see the example that we're setting and even if they complain oh mom you're always working and then I'm like actually no I'm not because do you remember when I was always working (laughs) you know so on those days where I feel frazzled I remember that you know 
the example that I am setting for my children is like priceless. They see you. They notice you even when you think that they're not paying attention. Last this year, um, New Year's around Christmas time, my husband and I every year we have sit down and have a conversation. We write out our plan for the upcoming year, like goal planning, but for like the family. Sure. And we, for the first time, involved the kids in the goal planning and had them write their own list of what their priorities are, what they would like to do and achieve. And my seven-year-old wrote, when I grow up, I want to be like mom. And I asked him to elaborate and he's like, I don't want to work for anybody else. I want to have my own business and work from home because we do cool stuff. Oh, I was like, oh, buddy, like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you paid for Atlanta, right? I said, yeah, I did. And he's like, see, I want, I want to do that. Mm, they That's see us. They like, know. This, yeah. this year, like this past seven months or so, I've actually like come into this new groove and like found my, I don't know, rhythm or whatever, if you, whatever you want to call it. But like, I, I finally got it. And like things started to click and things started to happen. Like I paid for a family trip to Atlanta. We spent you know, a long weekend up there. We went to Savannah a couple times last year. We have three vacations. I put it on my my uh, uh, client welcome kit so they know the days that I'm unavailable from the get-go. Like, I have a handful of vacations already planned this year. Already paid for or, like, working on paying them off, like. And the kids are excited about it. And, like, it's because of me. And the mm-hmm. flexibility of that schedule too, right? You know, Mm -hmm. we don't ask off. We don't, if our kids are sick, if our kids have a, like, I live in Wisconsin, we're supposed to get this snow and people are calling it the next two days. Like, what happens if our kids have a snow day? Okay, they're home. And I'm still like, that, that stress off of me about what to do when our kids are sick or all of a sudden have a day off of school. Like, it's amazing not having to worry about that too. Like, you know, yes, we complain or, like we said, not complain. We're just being real about what it's like. But again, there's so much good about what we are doing too for our families, for ourselves. Like looking at my mental health and our family life now compared to two years ago, totally different. And I didn't realize how much it was. It's not like it was horrible, but you know, like how much it was kind of tense and suffering and how, um, (laughs) how anxious and irritated I always was all the time and snapping at my family. And now, yeah, stuff is hard, but like my mental health, 100 times better. And yes, that's from leaving that job and starting this, but also the health changes I've made too, like I said in the beginning about learning how to use my habits to better take care of my hormones and health. And really, I think me being a mom and business owner and being busy with all that stuff makes it so much easier for me to get my clients too. Cause they're not all, they're not all moms, but they're all busy with other stuff, right? Like I get it that their top priority isn't getting their workouts in. Should it be somewhere up them on that priority list? Yep. But you know, I get it that we can't all revolve our lives around our health habits that we're focusing on with our coaches because that's not how I approach my life. 
And that's not how I approach my coaching. So me being this busy mom and business owner trying to juggle all this also makes me more of one, a relatable coach, but two, a coach that understands that your life is busy too. So that's where that, right, that one-on-one coaching that, you know, that customization that helps because I don't know your life until you actually tell me about it. So let's get down to the nitty gritty, figure out how this, how we can make it work for you because all of our lives are different. So again, all those business coaches saying like, well, I've got two kids at home and this is how I do it. But little do we know behind the scenes, they have childcare every day. Maybe they just don't talk about it. Yeah, they have a nanny. <laughs> you know, they're helping all the time and all of the other things. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting. My my nanny was Disney Plus, <laughs> Netflix and Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes, that's mine some days too. Yep, yep. Yeah, definitely. Well, last, last week, Logan was homesick and we were in the middle of podcast recording and he was playing on his Switch. He had Tostinos for lunch, the yeah. little pizza, the pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. We make Sorry, it dude. Yeah. Yeah. Some days it just, it is what it is. And you can't feel, you can't feel bad about it because you just, you do what you have to do. And then you know that you spend good time with them afterwards. And this is something that I've said too before. And like in relation to as well, like working out and stuff thinking about, you know, prioritizing that, but it's similar to what I've talked about with that. And like the mom guilt thing, making sure that you're also spending that quality time. And then it doesn't seem so bad because when you have that with them and you know that you're putting that in place and then you're able to get, you know, your stuff done, it's not as bad. And yes, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. So that, um, that phrase, my father-in-law said to me when I was pregnant with my third and going through cancer, like I was still working. I was just a mom of two kids. The, my middle child now was a baby. He was an infant. Um, and he was like, remember this too shall pass. It's a good day. This too shall pass. It's a bad day. This too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be a tomorrow. Tomorrow will be different. Hopefully it'll be better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, like we, we don't always know why something's happening. Like I'm a very religious person. So the trust that I have in like, this is all God's plan is really comforting for me. But even if you're not a religious person, you might be struggling with like, why is this happening? Well, it might always, might not always be obvious at that time, but then you look back, you're like, that's why that happened. So this Mm -hmm. could be this and this could even lead into this like in my business now I can now look back over the last 10-15 years and I can pinpoint exact times in my life for things that have happened that have built up and led me to this which is like amazing and that's where I know I'm like this is what I'm supposed to be doing because look at all these things that led into this and it's just like I just got chills talking about it you know and that's again how I know this is what exactly what I should be doing. Even when it sucks, even when it's hard, even when I cry and I'm frustrated, if I have a launch that just flops, if I feel like I'm having a hard time dedicating time to clients while also trying to build up my business, 
I am right exactly where I need to be right now. And it is amazing. And I'm so thankful for it. You leaning on your religion and like your faith that this is happening because of a specific reason, even though you don't know it yet, that's that life is happening for me, not to me. Mm -hmm. Things are happening for me. Things are not happening to me. And I think if you fall into that hole of like, why is this happening to me? Why is this like not working out? Like if you start digging yourself into that, you're going to get stuck. And it's hard to get oh, out yeah. of that shit storm of a like of a thought process. Mm-hmm. I even talk about this in relation to like how things are going on in your business. And it's really a good way to be able to like separate, you know, a failed launch or you not signing as many clients, you know, and just separating the two. It has nothing to do with you as a person, like you need to separate those two things in your business. And it's always something that you can learn from, right? Like Mm -hmm. all of these things are things that you can learn from things from your past, things that are going on now, you know, in your life and in your business and just using those lessons to like move forward I, that's not what I was going to say. And I fucking can't form thoughts. Just someone else talk for a while. It's because of that, that invisible load of motherhood. That's you're probably, your mind is subconsciously thinking of all the other things you, you need to get done. That's when we do sit down to have time to work on our businesses, that small amount of time that we have, it's so hard to separate. Like, Hey, set all my other mom stuff aside <laughs> and focus on this. I get it. Now I'm thinking, oh, shit, I got to call that guy to do this. Yep, I need to do that today. Yep, we're having a conversation right now, but that's still happening in my mind. I have to call the dentist and make an appointment for my husband and my middle child. Yeah. That's on my my mom to-do list. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just had a timer go off that I've got to go pick up kids at three. That's in 40 minutes from now. Like, give me a break. (laughs) Yep. I know there's always that like running list in the back of your head. And that's why I think too, it makes it really hard to have like those focus times in your business. Because even if you get that block of time, you're thinking about all of the other things that you have to do at the same time. And I find that I get off track because then I'll be like, oh my God, I should do this now so that I don't forget. And then I've broken my like work block. (sighs) Yeah. So. I don't, I don't know about you, but I still live my life from like notification to notification. So I need a reminder to go pick up my kids from school because I'll get in the groove and I'm like, oh, I'll leave in 10 minutes. And then I look up and I'm like, oh shit, school released half hour ago. And I'm the last parent to go through the car line. <laughs> I used to apologize for it. Like I felt super bad, but now I'm like, you know what? They got to hang out with their friends at school just a little bit longer. It's not like they got put to the curb. They're still hanging out, out inside of the cafeteria. Like relax. Yeah. That's funny. We don't have Carline here. So anytime anyone talks about this, I have actually not experienced Carline. So the way it works here is we just all like park outside of the school and then you either like go up to the school and your kids come out and you just grab them and go back to the car or like mine are old enough. They just walk to the car. Ours Uh, is like the drive through. (laughs) 
Yeah. See, like, ours we is, have that, but yeah, ours is the park in a parking lot. Hope your kid sees you. If they don't, then you have to get out and go find them. Yes, yeah, no, exactly. I, have, I have a car tag. I hang it on the rearview mirror as I'm coming oh. through the loop, and they call the oh, kids' wow. names over the the walkie-talkie really? PA speaker. And then the kids come out and they line up and it's like 10 cars at a time. Oh, this is like a thing. It's like a Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Is your school really big? Um, I guess. Like our, our school. Uh, all of, like, it's an elementary school, but it's grade. like, oh no, it's K, K through five. But like the entire uh, city goes to that school. Oh, okay. Oh. I guess we go to like a, a private Lutheran school. So it's okay. like. Entire school is less than a hundred kids. Mm. Yeah, no, we're oh, like okay. five times that size. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're about. I think we're j- just over two hundred, maybe. But yeah, that's like a whole thing. I didn't know Carline was that involved. Me neither. It, it's a shit show. That's why I take my I like when the whole thing was going on with Liam and his teacher and that whole situation, like that's when I had a good half hour to record my stories and like, just talk about it. Because if I left, if I left my house at three o'clock, I'd get to the school by three Oh five, three ten, And then I'd have to sit in that car line for half an hour. Versus if I leave my house at three twenty, I get there right at the tail end of it. Mom hack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nobody from here is listening to this because I don't want them to learn that. <laughs> I, wa- I want to be the last car. Now. They'll be beating you to the car line because right. they know your secrets. <laughs> Interesting. I know other people have talked about this, but I'm like, I don't understand this whole car line thing. That's way more intense than I thought it was. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. And that is how they do it. It used to be two lines. They would run parallel to each other. And that was a little more efficient. Oh. And now it's just one line and it sucks. Because now instead of going 20, you know, 20 at a time, it's 10 at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, for the, you know, U.S.-based moms that have car, you know, car rider lines, what you want to do is want to be one of the last ones. If you live in my city, please don't. Just show up at 3 o'clock. <laughs> yeah don't take your car line like take my spot yeah but you know what even those car line times those those maybe three minutes that I have of waiting while I park in the parking lot and pick up my kid I try to get work done in that too which was how much can you really focus but even just like social media engagement like just a few quick dms here and there you know and so that's just like a look into my life too as well, I've got three minutes. What can I get done in three minutes? You know, and actually you can get a lot done if you are kind of concentrated, but that's just it. You know, you're trying to get your work done anywhere you can, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because like I, I had a haircut this morning and I, after that, I sat in my car for 10 minutes and recorded a Facebook live for my private Facebook community because I'm just like, I don't know when else I'm going to do this today. So, and you know mm-hmm. what? see you show up authentically and like that and again you're more relatable than somebody who is perfect and I used to worry about how my home looked and oh my cabinets aren't white and blah 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 like I don't care if they see the whole mess of toys like behind me when I'm talking I don't care if they see dirty dishes on the counter because that's what their lives are probably like too so Mm -hmm. 
let's just all be relatable online. Yeah, I don't rent hotel rooms to take my pictures in. I rented a studio once. Yeah, for like a photo shoot. I could like one time to get professional photos, but I'm talking like all the time. There is no way in hell. Like I didn't know people did that. Well, there's there's a there's a photographer. I'm sure there are several, but they would rent this a studio location, and it's just a big open room with different layouts, different um, sets, if you will, to take pictures. It's where I did my brand, my original branding photos. I think I want to do that sometime because I just like feel really pretty sometimes. It was really cool. They had like textured walls, like the the wainscoting and the different panelings and I thought that was kind of cool see for a photo shoot I get that but I'm saying like people actually just rent hotel rooms to go there and like take pictures like middle of the week like just to take their selfies shit my selfies are like me without makeup on it's a write-off though right in my pajamas half the time yeah exactly like it's not it's nothing fancy no no because again I don't have time for that well see I like if I was gonna rent a hotel it was gonna be for the night just by myself so I could get a good night of sleep I exactly wish. I yeah wish. my my intentions are way different on renting yeah. a hotel room <laughs> You know what's funny? I told that to my husband once. I was like, "You're, I'm going to leave you with the kids and I'm going to go sleep at the hotel. And he was like, okay, go. And I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? Like, you're going to let me go sleep alone? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I actually I did not get the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> I've gotten to do it twice, but it was because we got so much snow. Um, I couldn't get home from work from the hospital and there's a hotel right across the street from the hospital and I literally could not drive home there was so much so I rented a hotel room and it was amazing I have to say (laughs) whenever I'm at a hotel I never sleep as good because there's all these noises I'm not used to yeah that's the only thing I was kind of worried I wasn't gonna wake up for my alarm then the next morning because I had to work again the next day so it wasn't like the greatest thing, but it was nice to just sit there in the quiet and like not have any like, tons of noise going on, time to myself. So, you know, when you said that you don't wake up before your kids do to get things done, I don't mm-hmm. either. I actually mm-hmm. sleep with the blinds open. So here's my hack because I don't wake up with the alarm clock either. This is just never going to happen. I yep. sleep with the blinds open and like the sun comes in through that window. And so I will go to bed with a sleeping mask on. Somehow it shimmies off my head every night and I get woken up at seven o'clock on the dot when the sun starts to rise. I will not wake, wake up before the sun. And my middle <laughs> child is one of those 530 people. He, I, I don't know how, I don't know why, but he wakes up every single day before dark, before dawn. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why I'll never tell my clients like, like for some of them, it works out great that they wake up in the morning to say, get a workout in. But like, I'll never tell them like, oh, well, that's the secret. Because actually half my clients work out after their kids go to bed. And I'm like, you could do that? Like, there's no way how I could do that. Maybe, you know, so again, everybody's different. Everybody's life and situation and family situation is different. So 
that's where getting that individualized help is so, so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause there's never any one secret as to like the timeline of when things need to be done or this needs to be done at this time. And that's how like, you're going to, you know, get the best results or whatever. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the year, I actually started waking up earlier, but it was definitely not before my kids. Like my youngest wakes up so freaking early and she usually sleeps in our bed. Um, but I wake up at the same time as her and then I try to get a workout in before I go and drop them off at school. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it don't. Today was not a day that that was going on. So, but that sleep is not something that I will actually ever, um, give up. Sacrifice. No, that is one sacrifice I'm not willing to make. I like, it's so important for your health. And that's one of the habits I focus on with my clients because so many women come to me getting six or less hours of sleep. And I'm like, well, no wonder you're having problems with cravings, with energy, Mm -hmm. with weight gain, with whatever it is, with mood, anxiety, menstrual cycle. It's because you're not getting enough sleep. And it's just, again, it's pinpointing why aren't you going to bed, you know, at an earlier time or what are the struggles and yeah, sleep is something I have learned I will never sacrifice. I would rather sleep in and miss my, let's just say, regular workout time and try to figure it out later than to get up early if I had just had a really bad night of sleep and get it done no matter what. Because I've been there and I, it was not good for my health. Those are, again, the habits that I was doing that eventually caught up to me that, like, just caused massive issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's get a quick picture real quick. Right. Like peeking over my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Where can we find you? So I'm on Instagram at courageous underscore woman underscore wellness. Um, I also am on Facebook as Courageous Woman Wellness. I also have a private Facebook community called Healthy Hormones with Courageous Woman Wellness. Um, So you can find me on any of those. I have an email list you can hop on. Um, So I'm on my Instagram most days through stories and I'm posting regularly through that too. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much much for having me, ladies.